Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. One of my favorites and a very popular show, Yellowstone, will launch Season 4 on November 7th on the Paramount Network with a two-episode premiere. That broke yesterday, and I'm anxious to see that. So November 7th, the date for Season 4 of Yellowstone. This is your morning buzzcast for Friday, August 20th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. We made it to another weekend, summer weekend in August. Hard to believe the days of August are winding down. Speaking of winding down, the nearly two-decade relationship between the Arizona Coyotes and the city of Glendale looks to be near an end. The city of Glendale said it is done negotiating with the Coyotes after years of talks for a new arena. This means that the upcoming season will likely or could be the Coyotes' final season at the Gila River Arena where the team has played in Glendale for 18 years. Now the city has been looking for a long-term commitment from the team while the team has been looking at other sites. They've been looking at land in Tempe for a new venue. Interestingly, the city said they want to take the arena in a different direction. They're going to put millions of dollars in the venue and fill the venue with more year-round impactful events. That's from the city manager. They believe that's in the best long-term interest of the city of Glendale and that Westgate Entertainment District where the arena sits. More than $3 billion in investments have been made at that Westgate Entertainment District over the last three years. Of course, the Cardinals are part of that district as well. There's a lot of mixed-use development. It has always been a delicate relationship between the Coyotes and the city. The Coyotes really never felt really comfortable in Glendale. It always seemed the team wanted to be closer to Scottsdale and Tempe. Coyotes CEO Xavier Gutierrez said the team was disappointed. They hope that the city will reconsider the move. As for where the team could look to next, well, obviously they've been looking for land for a new venue, but they'll also need a temporary venue. Speculation has that the team could play at Footprint Center. That is, of course, home of the Phoenix Suns. When the Coyotes moved to Arizona in 1996, the team, of course, shared that facility with the Suns. It was then named America West Arena. The team could also play at Arizona State University. But bottom line, the future of the Coyotes certainly is in play here with the news that the city of Glendale is done negotiating over a new arena for the team. Let's shift to some other news. We talk a lot on the Buzzcast. Michael Rubin's ambitious growth plans continue at Fanatics. Every week, Fanatics is in the news. We know that the company plans to develop new vertical businesses around sports betting and, of course, memorabilia. Well, the memorabilia vertical became more clear yesterday as Fanatics has reportedly completed a deal with Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association for the exclusive licenses to produce baseball cards. ESPN reported that a Fanatics-founded company that is yet to be named 
so this would be a new company, will be the exclusive licensee in the baseball card category after Panini's and Topps' licenses with the union expire at the end of 2022. Now, the MLB deal with Topps runs through 2025. Topps has been the exclusive licensee of MLB baseball cards since 2009. Of course, they've been in business with baseball for so long. Now, Fanatics also has a deal with the National Basketball Players Association and the NFL Players Association. They, along with the MLBPA, will have equity in this new venture, as will Major League Baseball and the NBA, according to the Wall Street Journal. So again, Fanatics developing this very deep vertical around memorabilia. The unions and reportedly the leagues will be equity investors in this vertical. Fanatics is reportedly shelling out major money. According to a memo from the Players Association, the deal with Fanatics for the league and the Players Association is more than 10 times larger than any the union has ever agreed to. Now, according to the MLBPA's annual report, Tops paid the union $20.4 million in 2020 in licensing fees alone. So again, Fanatics coming in with a major increase in a deal for both the Players Association and Major League Baseball. The Fanatics deal is certainly a blow to Topps. They have been in business with baseball for so long. Topps is co-owned by Michael Eisner. Baseball is clearly Topps' biggest deal. And this deal marks a major shift in the trading card business. And it shows another major vertical business being developed by Michael Rubin at Fanatics. But we'll have more on this deal on sportsbusinessjournal.com all through the day. And I'm sure there'll be other deals from Fanatics in the trading card category. Another disruption to baseball tradition. How about the Los Angeles Dodgers? They'll wear a new uniform this weekend. And yes, that does not happen very often. The Dodgers will be part of the City Connect uniform program from Nike. We've talked a lot about that on the Buzzcast. The Red Sox have had a jersey. The Marlins have had a jersey. The White Sox and the Cubs have had a jersey. Well, now the Dodgers will have their own Nike City Connect uniform. It'll have Los Dodgers across the chest. The Dodgers will dress almost entirely in blue. Blue pants, blue jerseys, blue caps. The team said that the combination of blue jerseys and blue pants is a first in the 138-year history of the franchise. The team CMO, Lon Rosen, who of course knows his Dodgers history, said this is very notable as the Dodgers uniform has gone largely unchanged since the team moved to Los Angeles in 1958. They don't have a third jersey. The team does not wear a different jersey based on days of the week like so many other baseball teams. So a City Connect Nike jersey represents a dramatic change, and we'll see that over the weekend as the Dodgers sport some new uniforms. Finally, we'll end with people, and we'll end around data. Major trends, of course, in the sports space as leagues look to know more and more about their fan base. We'll look at the NFL yesterday. They named Paul Ballou as their chief data and analytics officer. He was the chief data and analytics officer at a Canadian food retailer, Loblaw. He also worked at Ford Motor Company before that. So what will be his charge? Well, he will lead a team focusing on deepening the understanding of the NFL fan base, identifying like key drivers of fan engagement across all the NFL channels. Again, this is all part of the move of teams and leagues trying to understand 
the behavior and the makeup of their fan base. Ballou will report to NFL Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy and Growth Officer Chris Halpin, but another major hire at the NFL. As we end the week, let's look at some of the big news of the past week. A couple things stood out to me. One, keep your eye on NFL teams. They have to continue to make changes to their vaccination policies, but also look at their policies regarding vaccinated fans and unvaccinated fans when it comes to tickets and access and refunds. That's a story we all want to keep an eye on. The second story that stood out to me this week, Endeavor's second earnings report since going public. And it showed the company is still very bullish on the UFC, the UFC being a major driver of Endeavor's business. Also, Endeavor very, very confident, optimistic, and feeling very good about growth prospects at the PBR, the Pro Bowl Riders. And finally, Major League Baseball naming former Marriott marketing executive Karin Timpone as its new CMO. Timpone becomes Major League Baseball's first CMO since Jackie Parks left the league in 2016. So the first CMO in five years. And it gives Major League Baseball a very experienced brand leader as it looks to grow the game, and as there are more and more calls for Major League Baseball to diversify its marketing, to change its marketing, to be more aggressive in its marketing in efforts to grow the game. So those are three stories of the past week that caught my eye, and I will continue to keep my eye on each of those. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Friday, August 20th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope you have a great weekend. Please stay healthy. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you on Monday. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.